You're listening to The Training Dummies. With Rob and Daryl and James. And we've decided to run a marathon. Good evening and welcome. Unless it's morning where you're at, then good morning and welcome to the Training Dummies episode 270. I'm Rob, and if you can't hear it in my voice, I am recovering. I'm uh, I'm a recovering, not an addict, but a recovering sickness. Kind of hit a wall, caught something, got knocked out. I haven't run in over a week. Skipped my 18 miles. Skipped my five miles. Skipped my two miles. Skipped my two miles. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a ride. So. Enough about that. Actually, I'll probably bring that up again in a minute. But <laughs> tonight, we have the best bro hosts a guy could ask for. We got all the way from the Great White North. Or did you use that one before, James? The Great White North? No, I didn't think I did. Okay. Great White North, Lich King's Backyard, whatever it is. Uh, Daryl, what's up, Hello. my dude? Not much. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. It's, yeah, yeah. This training is something. <laughs> it is something. <laughs> and all the way from the left coast, best coast. Yeah, Mixmaster Mighty James. How you doing, man? It's nice to be back with you, gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah, it's good to have you back in the country, huh? Yeah, after a little bit of gallivanting around Europe and various Mediterranean mileage and Swiss mileage and all kinds of things, I'm I'm back here on Left Coast, Best Coast. I don't know how much you would actually have to to talk about that, but I would actually really love to hear about that. Happy the, to. Uh, the running in another country in the middle of your regularly scheduled marathon training and how all that went down. <laughs> oh boy, you want to hear about it? I do, I yeah, do, man. Yeah, uh, because I think, okay, so like when we have these moments of uh, falling short and stuff, we vicariously live out our successes through each other, I think. So uh, this, like I said, I got, I, I fought it and fought it and fought it, but uh, they ended up just couldn't couldn't keep it away anymore and i got sick and like i was telling you the other day i'm and we'll get into this in a minute but i'm trying to figure out where to pick up at because i feel like i missed some key runs in there but yeah before that yeah tell me man tell me you um, did you did you run around the roman coliseum and <laughs> and uh, up and down the eiffel tower and <laughs> not even a little bit um so i will i will just I will preface this by saying that I did not run as much as I should have run and would have run had I been at home. Mm -hmm. And, but you know, I was on vacation, which meant that I was kind of eating whatever it was I wanted to eat or whatever was put in front of me or whatever just came within 12 feet of my face and same for drinking. So there was a lot of wine and there was a lot of beer and there was a lot of whiskey and there was a lot of this and there's a lot of that. And, um, but, but I did, I did what I think was a good balance of, having a vacation that was needed and I needed the relaxation. I needed to rest and recover from life in general um, versus being acutely aware that on October 2nd, we have a marathon to run. Um, so, um, but I will say this, I hit all of my long distances. One of them, I was like a mile and a half short because I ran out of terrain. Um, but the, uh, the other distances I did, which I think were, I, I think I did, 15, 15, 14, and 16, I think, were my distances while I was there. Okay. Um, or maybe it, was, maybe it was 15, 12, and 16. Um, but 
uh, I managed to do those three long distances in three separate countries, which was a lot of fun. So the, oh, the that's first amazing. Long that's amazing. Um, I did. Uh, I did the first long distance in Tavistock, Devon, England, which is down in the bottom left-hand corner. It is a small town. If you've seen Hot Fuzz, it looks a lot like the town from Hot Fuzz. It's very oh, okay. quaint and very I pretty and very beautiful. <laughs> Um, but that part of the country I had not been to in about 20 to 25 years. I really just think that I was in my late teens the last time I was there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had completely forgotten that if you are going somewhere there, you are going uphill. And if you are going home <laughs> from that place, you are also going uphill. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, so uh, I think... I think that I sent you guys a, a Marco Polo yeah. as I had just finished, and I was absolutely gassed. I mean, I was I slept late the next day. I had you know that was the day of the wedding, I think, and I, I, there was just all kinds of things to to deal with. But yeah, I so I got that done. It was very pretty, very nice. Was I that the one where I was like low key happy that you were wrecked? Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. So so like, glad you're struggling, bro. <laughs> Nice well, it, it was just time. like, it's good. It's just that affirmation to be like, okay, I'm not the only one. James isn't over here just like freaking kicking yeah. through his runs like nothing's going on. <laughs> no, it's been the opposite of that. And so then, um, then you know, a couple of recovery runs, shorter runs, whatever. The next long run was executed on in Montpellier, south of France, right on the Mediterranean. Um which is a very old historic town and city that is largely flat, which was nice. There's some <clears throat> inclines and, and declines, but largely flat. And the town itself is actually about, I'm going to say about four, four and a half to five miles from the coast. Mm-hmm. So I ran from the town um, following, it's a really interesting thing, running while following Google Maps, by the way. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, because I was like, I didn't know where I was, I didn't know where I was going, and like, all I wanted to do was like go and run. Like, I could tell from uh, satellite view that there is a was some kind of part, coastal path that I was like, that's probably cool to run on. Um, so I ran from the city or from the main t- town area down to uh, this place called Carre Mer, which is right on the Mediterranean, and found this path which happened to just be a sort of sandy, gravelly trail as opposed to a concrete path, but it was, it had substance to it. So it wasn't difficult to run on. Um, and, uh, ran there, ran back. That was fine. Um, then, then only ran once again that week, which I think was a five miler or a six miler, mm-hmm. um, which I did in the hotel gym on the treadmill because it was, uh, 98 degrees Fahrenheit, 38 degrees Celsius outside. Wow. It was very, very, very hot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the third long run that I did while I was away was executed in Geneva in Switzerland, um, which I don't know if I said this on a prior podcast, but I was actually supposed to go to Norway. Um, but my flight to Norway got canceled because of just chaos in Europe and flights getting canceled. Mm-hmm. So I had to pivot real quick and I ended up getting the train to Switzerland and ended up in Geneva for for five days, which beautiful city, wonderful um, and so ran around, there's a sort of path that goes around Lake Geneva. So I sort of like did an out and back on that path. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and just spectacular. I mean, early morning sunrise, seeing the sun, like, cause it's in a valley, right? Like there's mountains either side of the lake. And so seeing the sun rise over the mountains and cast these shadows and just, it was just beautiful, incredible. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so, you know, all of that change of scenery and it being largely beautiful and old and historic and very clean and the air was very clear uh, certainly made things feel good. Um, and uh, But I got back and I've not supposed to do a long run this weekend. Um, was Didn't do it. Was going to do it last night. Had a doctor's appointment, blah, blah, blah. Never got around to it. So I'm actually one long run behind, just like you are, Rob. Um, and I need to figure out what to do this week. Dude. But I just, I don't know. I feel like I'm jealous of a lot of, <laughs> a lot of what you just said there, uh, in the in the best of ways, of course. But yeah, yeah, it, it was good. It was good. I mean, I'm I'm glad that I managed to keep up with with the distance. I mean, I've certainly let go of any uh, idea that I had of finishing within a certain time. This mm -hmm. race will likely be reverse PR for me, which is, you know, the longer. The longest River. time River's it'll take me, PR. but I'm probably okay with that because I had a wonderful vacation and, and I feel good coming home. So yeah. Oh, okay. So um, we'll get to Daryl here in a sec, but that just actually reminded me. Um, I kind of low-key admitted something. I think it was the last time we recorded and you weren't here, James. But I, um, I straight up feel like I am not going to time this run at all. I'm not going to come in within the time limit because there's like a you know whatever it is um, six hours yeah and i legit feel like i am not gonna make it and i feel like it hasn't even happened yet and i feel kind of like embarrassed or nervous or, or whatever that looks like to think like well i guess <laughs> i guess this is what's going on now you know so i don't know i just uh that was something that had run through my head but I guess it really wasn't of consequence, but yeah, I, that's something that I was kind of struggling with before. So I don't know. That's uh, that's where my head is at, and I have I think just putting it out there and admitting to it, but also being like, it's okay if I don't hit that time limit. I've seen so many really encouraging things lately, and with regards to running that that aren't like uh, that are just supportive of like your your pace is okay your what you do is okay mm -hmm. like you gotta just stop comparing yourself to others and you know yes that's uh yeah that's kind of just where yeah, I, where i've landed now is, so fact is like and i know this because you've kept us up to date with it like you're you're giving it your best you know what i mean like mm -hmm. you'll have good days and bad days but you're trying your hardest you're giving it your best and you will do so on race day but also, you might surprise yourself because there's a certain level of adrenaline. I mean, you know what it's like when you're surrounded by fellow runners and it's just there's just like a sense of being a part of something bigger than yourself. Mm -hmm. um, you know, give yourself uh, give yourself that opportunity as well. And as much as you have accepted that you might not make it in time, what if you do, Rob? What? Yeah, holy cow! I would uh, I wouldn't know what to do. Honestly, I think I would. You guys would see me ugly cry, probably. <laughs> um, I do have a couple of other questions for for you guys as well, but um, Daryl, want you want you catch us up? Well, I, I get that whole vacation thing because, like, I was in Mexico and I did one run that whole time. Uh, it was only eight k. I did, I think, five miles. Skipped my long run completely. So yeah, I get it. And then this past um, beginning of August, I went to my parents' cabin, and I did my long run there, though. Saturday morning, I went out. Um, it's a, There's a small town. It's like 
I found out it's nine kilometers away. I had a 20 kilometer run I had to do. So I'm like, you know, just kind of joking. Yeah, I'm just going to run to town. Right. And Mm -hmm. I did. I ran to town. Um, My wife and mom went there as well, but they passed me as they were driving because they had to actually go to town, pick some groceries up at the store. (laughs) Um, But yeah, they waved me and cheered me on and and whatever. So it was good. But yeah, I ran ran to town and uh, ran back. And that was on uh, the Saturday morning. Um, it was, so I didn't leave till I think it was like 9.30. My plan was to go out at like 7.30, 8 o'clock. But there was a rainstorm that had come through. You could see on the map, like it was going to end at like 9.30. And it did. It ended abruptly at like 9.30. It really did. Like the, the weather forecasting map was like bang on. So I'm like, I was ready to go. As soon as the rain stopped, I'm like, I'm out. But the mm-hmm. problem that happened is the clouds for this rainstorm moved with it like there was no trailing clouds at all mm. so the sun came out immediately and started to heat up and started to heat up and i think i was like halfway through like i was in town at that point going oh no i don't have sunscreen on or nothing oh yeah yeah so you had, uh, i said you, you had, had picture that like, update. yeah <laughs> i wear i wear knee braces when i run so there is when i took those off and i'm wearing shorts there was this nice little red and white line on the back of my calf mm-hmm. just it was something else anyway it's still there it's a lot lighter now but that line is still there but i got that done um and then that was all i did for the whole week because i was visiting with my parents and everything like i took the time to get my long run in and but that was it we we're busy mm-hmm. doing other stuff uh we came home on wednesday the weekend after i got my long run in then and then this past weekend here i think it was my 16 mile run that was that was something. I think I, I mentioned it to you guys as well on Apollo. Like it was good until it wasn't. Um, so that's, ish- that's such a yeah. That's yeah. such a perfect way to put that. Like I've mentioned, like running at Chikaku the trails before, but this time mm-hmm. I ran to Chikaku. Did about I think it was maybe four kilometers of trails and turned around and came back home. Um, but You're the, all nope. <laughs> but the problem I'm having here, because I live out of town, so I'm running on on paved roads with no shoulder but just like there's false flats on a road like if you're on a treadmill you should have it at one well every road is peaked in the center and Mm -hmm. i'm running on yeah it's peaked in the center there's a slant and i'm running on the side of the road facing oncoming traffic so my left leg is always lower than my right leg and i think what is happening is i'm aggravating my left knee because it was really bothering me. Like my last 3K, I probably walked 75% of it just because mm-hmm. my knee was bothering me. So my next long run, I need to find a different place to run. Like I can't keep running on these highways because mm. it's, yeah, it's like every time now it's like, okay, because I can't run where it's flat because that's the middle of the road. Like the speed limit on these highways is 50 miles an hour, right? Like, so Yeah. I need to be able to see the oncoming traffic and be far enough away from the stuff coming behind me. So anyway, that's the problem I'm having. Um, but so, yeah, that was Sunday. I did that, the 16 miles. Um, Tuesday, I went to Orange Theory uh, and my knee didn't bother me at all. It was good. Mm-hmm. It was great. Um, I did, uh, what, six miles today. Uh, tempo run. It sucked. But oh, oh, bonus... What? Fred run, right? We called it Fred. (laughs) Anyway, um, yeah, I I know why I didn't like the word tempo. And for the other reason, I don't like it for running either. It was terrible. 
But anyway, my <laughs> knee didn't bother me at all because this is, I just ran in our subdivision, so I can run right in the middle of the road, right? Because mm-hmm. it's, there's a low speed limit. I can hear cars coming behind me. At, you know, there's no two-way traffic. Like, it's just, yeah. So I was able to stick to where it's not, like, I wasn't right on the shoulder where it's very slanted. So my knee didn't bother me at all. So that was good. So that's encouraging at least. Because I was, I was like really concerned on Sunday after my long run about will my knee be able to take it? Like, will I be mm-hmm. able to do this? But yeah. <sighs> so anyway, this was encouraging tonight and Tuesday as well that I had no issues because I wasn't running on a big slant where my left was way lower than my right. So that's, that's the struggle I'm having right now. And I, think that is what is causing it i really do so yeah that's that's where i'm at that's uh my run that's fair that's uh seems good yeah so um was it it a good vacation yeah it was good it was good um my brother so the reason my long runs are normally sunday um but my brother was coming out to the to the lake on saturday night he had to work saturday so he was coming saturday night so i i'm like okay so i'll just go I'll go Saturday morning and get my long run done so I'm not missing time visiting with them as well on Sunday. So, um, But yeah, it was good. We did, you know, swimming in the lake, tubing, fishing. It was great fishing this time. Um, yeah, no, it was good. Had a, had a good visit with my parents and my brother and, and his family. And uh, yeah, yeah, it was really good. That's awesome. I like to hear that. Good yeah. to hear. Uh, let me just get my questions out of the way real quick. And James, I had kind of already hit you up with this, but like... Um, I think maybe just discussing it would be a decent, you know, just a quick little content piece. So this doesn't just apply to me because I was sick, but I guess this applies to vacation and and everything else as well. But, um, what, where do you pick up after you miss some key runs like that? Yeah. What are you you supposed to do? Cause I, you know, sit here and go, man, I, uh, I really missed (laughs) <laughs> what i what i should have what i should have hit i really missed that mark so uh where do i go <laughs> you know so i got i got sick the last time that i trained for a marathon as well <clears throat> and so encountered exactly the situation you were in it was like during a high mileage phase of mm-hmm. the training as well yeah um so the thing that i learned is that time on your feet is still the most important aspect of your training, right? So, mm-hmm. um, and I think you'd shared with me, if I get this correctly, that your training plan, the way that Runkeeper set it up, is you're doing like 15, 12, 16, 12, 17, 12, 18, 12, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's, yeah, yeah. It's, so it's giving you sort of like peaks and then valleys along the way. So yep. of all of those, the longer distances are the most important because you are training your body to be active for for longer time right Mm -hmm. and if you are now in a place where you have got to choose do you make up the 18 that you missed or do you do the 12 that is scheduled do the 18 you are going to gain more out of that than 12 miles that that you'll get to in a few weeks anyway and Mm -hmm. so if if that means you do 18 this week 19 next week and then you get to do a 12 then Mm -hmm. so be it that's how it should be um Mm -hmm. And like, and that, that's the state that I'm in as well. So like, I'm, I am going to actually give myself, cause I also have been like battling a little, little bit of a cold and a couple of other health issues, um, that I, I've given myself this week because I missed my long run. It's like, okay, I think my body actually needs a couple of days of rest. 
but I'm going to pick up my long distance again this weekend. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, cause I was, I also was supposed to have a, a dip this week. Um, so I'm going to get that, uh, get that done in reverse this week. I'm going to do the long distance this weekend, next weekend. And then, um, then I get like a little bit of a, a little bit of a dip in distance before hitting that 20 miler. Um, and I, and like, that's just more beneficial, right? Like, any running is beneficial at this point, but we're like what six, seven weeks out now. Six and a half. Um, six and a half weeks, yeah. um, and so <laughs> getting those longer distances done before the the taper weeks is going to be the most beneficial thing you can do. It makes sense. It's good to you know. I know we kind of kind of sort of already talked about that, but like just being able to affirm that, like I'm like, all right, cool. That that makes sense. I like that. I had my my long run that I missed was 18 miles, and then basically the way my runs have been panning out have been uh, 12 miles has been my pivot point ever since I hit that 12 mile kind of space. So 12 miles, it so it goes 12, 13, 12, 14, 12, 15, and, and so on. And I this last Sunday, I was up to 18, and I didn't get that done. So I'm kind, I was kind of low-key, like, all right, what is this, this going to look like for me? And uh, I just went, f- decided, you know, after talking to you the other day, and now, you know, just affirming that, I'm definitely going to uh, go with the... Uh, 12 or just this week i'm gonna go with the with the 18 yeah and uh and just and then the following week will be 19 you know and it'll Mm -hmm. just it'll just go from there so uh yeah yeah, that's kind of you know build as best as i can and and uh see see how that goes you know try to gents Dude, it's scary, scary close. close. Like I sit there and think about it, and I'm like, dude, I'm I'm not ready for this. <laughs> okay, you'll never feel ready for it though. But I said oh, that yeah. about having kids, and uh, <laughs> you know, and I'm still not ready. They're freaking <laughs> obnoxious. Did you <laughs> feel like, ready uh-huh. for either of your half marathons? Like, no. Just, uh-uh. uh, so yeah. you don't really feel ready. You just have to trust the training, and the day will come. And you know, before we know it, we're going to find ourselves in Minneapolis and at a start line, and we're just going to get on with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah uh, I, there, there is no way to like quantify any sort of being ready or or not. You know, like it ain't happening. I am not ready. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no way. Yeah, there's one thing. I'm. It's it's the struggle, not a struggle. Okay, so I do have a race next week on Thursday. Um, it's that 12k trail race. I've done it every year. They've held it. I actually, the first, the first year I started running was the first year they had it. And I, I ran it that year and I've been running it ever since. So I have that next week. It's 12k. It's on Thursday. So that'll be my run for that day, clearly. But there's a half marathon in Stony that, um, I ran whenever that was 2019 before COVID. Yeah. Three mm-hmm. years ago. And I wanted to run it this year, but the problem I'm having now is that that is our longest run day. It probably it's three weeks out from the marathon. It's I believe it's probably your guys' longest run too. It's like the twenty miler. Like the, yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. So it's on that day. So I'm like, well, do I go and run the thirteen miles, and then once I cross the finish line, turn around and put on another seven? So that's mm. that's what I would do. 
Yeah, see, I'm, I'm debating doing that, or do I just save myself the $60 registration fee and just go run 20 <laughs> miles, right? I'll get uh, a shirt. That's... I'll get a shirt and a medal. And so, yeah, I haven't signed up for it yet, but that's kind of my struggle. That's kind of like. Yeah, I mean, look, for weeks now, we've all been doing distances where we could be saying, man, I could be getting half marathon shirts and medals. Yeah, yeah. holy cow. Right? Yeah. But, but you have to remember, like, that is not the goal of this. No, I know. Effort. I know. All of the effort is to do one 26.2 and get that shirt and medal. Um, and so, you know, if I was in your shoes, Daryl, and it was easy enough to do, I'd be like, yeah, why not? Like sign up for the race. And once you hit the finish line, just go do an attack on another seven miles. Yeah. So I'm, I'm um, thinking about it. Yeah. Uh, but, that- but the, certainly the, the 20 miles is, is the most important aspect of all of that. Well, yeah, definitely. And like, even this, like, it's still the mental game. Every time I'm running, it's the mental game. Like, like, so I did 16 miles on. On the weekend here, so which was twenty six kilometers, but anyway, five k in, I finished my first five k, and once I hit mm-hmm. that point, the thing, the th- one thing I thought of is, oh my god, I just did five k, but I still have a half marathon to go. Like that's oh my gosh. <laughs> just like, oh my god, what is going on? What am I doing? <laughs> yeah, it's just, oh yeah, it's just <clears throat> a mind games, crazy. Yeah, I don't even know how you. <laughs> quantify some of that man it's just like <laughs> absurd the amount of like stuff that we're pushing pushing out now you know Mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah totally is yeah sure is all right what do you i guess we kind of have our our what's coming next plan right like the what the next uh you know coming up next time yeah. on well, there was one thing that I wanted to bring up, given that we're sort of within the last month and a half of this now. Um, I've harped on about this a few times during the last year and a half of us talking about this. And yes, it's been a year and a half. Oh, I know. Um, <laughs> that, But in the next six weeks, more than ever, nutrition and hydration are going to come into play more than more than it has done so far. Um, can we can we up our either our communication or accountability with each other with that? Because like I'm, I'm gonna to. I'm gonna need like probably to be called out a little bit. Um, things are way better for me now than they've been in in a long time. Um, just some stuff going on here at the house. Like I we just to like tonight for our, our uh, for my anniversary is the first time I have gone out and had any sort of meal outside of the house and uh, and a very long time and yeah but i'm still trying to like i don't need the snacks i don't need the you know the chips and the you know yeah so but yeah if we can if we kind of up up our game for the next six weeks on you're really just communicating yeah. with each other that would yeah. be awesome so the thing that i wanted to say was like um by being smart about it and not being dumb about it but any last push to lose a little bit of weight even a couple of pounds makes mm-hmm. a big difference to how you mm-hmm. feel about running right like like just even toting. I mean, imagine like carrying like two one-pound balls around while you're running. Like it's oh, I know. It's just oh, hard, I do. right? So like anything you can lose <laughs> is going to feel better. But but don't starve yourself, right? Like be smart about it. Um, but then as you go in, as we go into these like super long distances, 
Carb loading actually becomes a thing, but you have to be smart about that. Like start it about two or three days out and use complex carbs instead of simple carbs where you can. So not breads and pastas, but things like sweet potatoes and bananas um, are really good. And then when we get to Minneapolis, those next couple, those first couple of days, like I'm actually really looking forward to having dinner with you guys on the Friday night when we're oh, there. Because, that's yeah, going to be awesome. Because, because we can go, like, that's when we can start thinking about some simple carbs and not going crazy on it, but, like, yeah, like, let's go get some pasta, right? Yeah. Like, it's going to be mm-hmm. good. Yeah, that's what I've been thinking. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we going to eat, right? Yeah, so, and yeah. then on top, on top of that is, uh, you know, hydration, 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 but not over-hydrating because you don't want to lose your salt intake either. And so... Um, I'm still adhering to the half your body weight in ounces of water per day is what I am doing. And that seems to be working well for me. And I have not adjusted my salt intake at all. So, I mean, I don't really salt my foods, but I, you know, whatever is in the food that I eat is just seems to be fine. And the goo chews have sodium in them mm-hmm. while, while I'm running as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but but this last little stretch, like now is the time to be super vigilant about it. It's not a lot of time. Um, you know, come October third, we can get back to the burgers and fries and beer <laughs> and reward ourselves. Uh, oh, but like boy. next next month and a half is uh, is where you know the the rubber's hitting the road here. So, uh, so are you, are you guys having a hard time at all getting uh, getting a hold of the energy chews and gels and stuff? No, I did a bulk order on Amazon mm-hmm. uh, about two months ago. I ordered the. In fact, you could only order it by like. I think I had. had I got a four hundred dollars worth or something. I, it, it was one box that had thirty-five packs in it. Yeah, yeah, I've seen those. Oh, maybe was, I should. Yeah, yeah, I should have do that too. Yeah, I've been nickel and diamond myself because for a while we had there was no shortage of stuff anywhere. It was like it wherever you went, there was some mm-hmm. sort of like um different brands of stuff and and then i couldn't find it anywhere and then my wife's found a couple and she's just been buying a few like when we do a grocery order and mm. you know just little things here and there and so yeah i'm kind of like this isn't how i wanted to do this and then uh here we are and i'm like well crap i don't think i have you know the any of the stuff i was trying to get you know and Mm -hmm. so i don't know it's kind of a kind of a silly problem to have but yeah kind of where i'm finding myself right now it's it's important though like so i went to actually this past weekend i went and bought brand new shoes i bought it's exact same model i already have because much as i i swear there's got to be a better shoe they're they're comfortable they don't give me blisters they provide it's what's working for you they provide yeah they provide the stability Mm -hmm. like this is my fourth pair now of the same brand it's brooks adrenaline um and actually like my second pair of them so i went in to the shoe store because i had them i'm like okay i want new shoes i went in i tried like i swear 10 or 15 different pairs of shoes finally i'm like okay i'm gonna grab these ones I get home, it's the same freaking model just the next year of the ones I already had. And I didn't even realize mm. it till I got home. Uh, so this time, yeah, the next time I bought shoes in, in the spring here, I bought a pair. They were so comfortable, but they after I hit like 10K, they started to rub my heel really bad. Like mm-hmm. really, really bad. So I returned them, tried on a few more, and finally I said, hey, just give me these. I know they're good. 
And she didn't have any at the store, but my size, but she had them shipped to me from another store. And this time I just went in and just said, hey, give me a size 10 of this. Tried it on just because I was there and I bought them like I didn't try anything else on because, okay, I found my shoe. Um, But while I was there, they have the the goo gels and I like those because they go down really easy. The ones I so I've used Cliff in the past and I don't like them. They work, but um, they're the they're, cliff the cliff blocks or whatever they are. No, they're they're a gel, but they're more of a paste. Oh, I got you, I got you. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Okay, but I'm, think, I'm thinking the the shoes. Yeah, the yeah, they're more of a paste. Or, like they're yeah. they're hard to get down. Like they really are. Like they say you have to have water to them. Well, you literally have to have water to them to like wash them down because it's like a paste. <laughs> but the you're gluing gluing your mouth closed. Oh yeah, they're terrible. I don't I don't like them. Um. But they had the goo, um, they had the lemon, and I know, like, so I mentioned on here before where I had that incident where I almost soiled myself, we'll say. <laughs> you were, you were going to be a statistic. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I bought, like, a whole bunch of these because I might have been the caffeine one. I don't know. But anyway, I bought a whole bunch. I used them every 45 minutes on my run this weekend here. They were good. They work. I'm happy with mm-hmm. them. So, Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll check Amazon see if they got them in bulk. But yeah, that's yeah. it's the one. Yeah, I'm I did the same. The, the, last, the last time I went on a long run, um, I I don't know. If, I, don't, I probably haven't recorded since then. But I actually did go down to the uh, to the rec center because it was 103 outside. So I did go down to the rec center and run the indoor track, and that was like just it was exactly what I needed to, besides mm-hmm. treadmill right staring at staring at the wall for a long run on the treadmill is <laughs> or even if you have a, a tv or an ipad or whatever it's mm-hmm. just like it's not the same this, dude long runs on a treadmill are not okay <laughs> so but I stopped at a at a at a running store on my way down there and just I had a credit for spending a certain amount on my last pair of shoes oh, so yeah um I just went down and uh, picked up, used my credit, and got a bunch of, got a bunch of the, uh, the, the shoes. So, but I'm still gonna probably need to pick up some more before the the big day. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah me too. James, we totally derailed. You had some like key points, and then I <laughs> was like, let's, let's oh, talk I, about I, how hard I'd it really is to get points. shoes. I mean, <laughs> my my points are just really around like our nutrition, and hydration. I made them. Like we need to be, yeah. be on top of it. We got to be very vigilant. We got to think about it. Like you know, it's it's you can't hydrate enough for marathon in one day. This needs to be habitual now for the next yeah. month and a half. Mm-hmm. And I haven't been doing good. Like I'll, I'll be honest, I've been doing terrible. Part of it is I I took my big water bottle that I have. It's sixty or eighty ounces, something like that. I left it at the cabin. It's still there. So that's part of the problem. And problem number two oh. is I'm drinking too much coffee at work. So when I'm drinking coffee. I'm not drinking my water. So mm-hmm. I'll, you know, I'll go use the coffee machine, get a nice fresh coffee. But then by the time work's done, I still got a full water bottle. So I, I, I acknowledge that I need to be better at that. And I haven't been, and I know I have to be. Like I've got a smaller water bottle. I just have to fill it at work. That's all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Got to keep it going. Well, all right. I think, uh, I think we kind of, we have our plan for the next couple of weeks it sounds like um commitment to uh potentially just doing a better job with with uh communicating to each other what our Mm -hmm. where we're at and and accountability and uh yeah i think we're good so i have 
I have a quick anecdote that I want to tell you that James just reminded me of when uh-huh. he started the nutrition thing and the, the eating properly. So last okay. weekend, yeah. I did a long run. It was the, I think it was 20 kilometers again down the highway. And it's one where I get my wife to come pick me up. So not this weekend, but the weekend before. And when I was done my run, I'm like, texted her. I'm like, hey, I'm pretty sweaty. Like, bring me a towel, you know, a change of shirt and bring me a banana. You know, just something to eat. Because we had to run to town to get gas for the lawnmower. That's what it was. But yeah, just bring me a banana as well. And she gets there. And so I I changed my shirt, put the towel in the car seat so I didn't get it all gross and disgusting. Because I was sweaty as hell. And then... She had a headband there. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. So I'm like, um, did you bring me a banana? She's like, banana? She's like, oh, I read it fast. I thought you said bandana. <laughs> that's why the headband <laughs> was there. Uh, that's <laughs> was perfect. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, dude, so anyway, we, ha- we had a good chuckle about it. <laughs> Outstanding. <laughs> but yeah, you saying banana there just reminded me of that story. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. All right, uh, let's get to our song picks then. Yeah. And- yeah, let's see, do it. See where that leads us. Um, I'll go. I'll go with my first one since the plan was that I was actually not going to be here tonight. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'll allow and, it and go first. Uh, number one is a band called Our Last Night. Uh, they are kind of a rock, pop, metal band that is pretty big on cover songs. They do a ton of cover songs. Um, and they have a uh, recent cover of Running Up That Hill, and it is freaking on point. It is so good. So we'll get that one on there. All right. Uh, Daryl, what do you got? Um, so I've been thinking about this, and and I think we're all pretty fly, hey? The three of us? <laughs> we're pretty fly uh, for right, some white do, guys. We do okay. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> pretty fly for a white guy. Offspring. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> uh, you know, is uh, it is what it is. It is what you it know. Is. The name of my Wi-Fi at home is pretty fly for Wi-Fi, so I'll I've, allow it. I've had that I, before. I've used that one in the past. Yep, I re I respect that. I respect the heck out of that. All right. Well, my first one. Do you guys remember mid to late nineties? An Irish band named Ash. They had a a song called "Girl from Mars," which is not the song that I've picked. But they were really big in the UK and in Europe, and I know that they had like one or two hits in the US. Is it Ash with an E or No. It's just no, A-S-H. Ash. Ash. Okay. As in like, Maybe if as I in heard like, it, the name doesn't ring a bell, but Um But the, I'm choosing an Ash song because I've been revisiting a bunch of old nineties music, which I do very, very regularly, but this was a band I hadn't listened to in a while. Uh, it's a song called Walking Barefoot by Ash. And it's eh? Okay. Dude, awesome. Uh I love that kind of Brit pop stuff of, of that area. It's kind of just like feels yeah. good, you know? Yeah. All right. Uh, my other song, uh, there's a guy from the UK. He's been around forever. He's kind of a, um, I don't know, like a drum and bass sort of dude. Uh, he used to go by the name of Stan B, but now he goes by, or his name is Stan, and that was his that was like his stage name for a long time, but now did he write a letter to Eminem once upon a time? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, well, I Eminem. can't. I can't say whether he did or didn't. But uh, he has a, his latest single out is an absolute bop, and it is called "Get Through." And right. dude, 
I am on board. Dude, this song is so good. So, yeah, uh, it's going to be Fox Stevenson is his uh, is what he goes by now, and the song is Get Through. Hit me back, your biggest fan, Mrs. Stan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wrong Stan. All right, so this one I'm actually surprised that Rob hasn't added this one at some point. Um, another throwback to the 90s. Huge one-hit wonder. Four non-blondes. Oh! What's up? What's up? What's up? What's Goodness going on? Me. Okay. Goodness oh yeah. Like I think I the reason I haven't added that though is I tr- I try to have a little consideration for songs being a bop where you can also have a good run. <laughs> and I think that song takes a minute to get going, but once it, it does, a I will. Bit. Yeah, it does will, take a little bit. I'll, I'll give yeah, you that. Yeah, I will absolutely bop to that for sure for sure well and, yeah. and also also just I, I feel like given that we all appreciate music and it's just a good nod to linda perry who was the lead singer of fawn and blondes who despite that that her having a one-hit wonder with that song has been an incredible producer and songwriter and engineer over the decades since then for many different artists. I mean, I know that like she's done stuff with Gwen Stefani, with Celine Dion, with Melissa Etheridge, with Enrique oh, wow. Iglesias. Mm-hmm. Like, like she has got pedigree, my dudes. Yeah. Like, absolutely, we should be including her in our in our set list. Yeah, I have, I totally respect that. <clears throat> no problems with that. Um, I am going to make a bold statement and say that neither of you will have heard of the artist that I'm about to drop or the song that she had a hit with in the UK in 1998. Um, because this is every time I've played this song for somebody, everyone's going, like, Oh, this is cool, but I've never, ever heard it. Mm-hmm. Um, the artist is named Dita D E E T A H, which is actually short for Claudita, but uh, Dita had a hit in 1998 in the UK. I think it hit like maybe number 10 or 11 with a song called Relax. And uh, I got into it because it samples the guitar intro of Why Worry by Dire Straits, one of my all-time favorite bands. Oh, okay, um, okay. And, but it's like, it, my my music app shuffled it on the other day and I hadn't heard it in years. And I was like, man, this has actually got a good beat. It's kind of like, if this this was released today, I would probably be into it. Yeah. So uh, I like Relax it. by Dita. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's awesome. Cool. I like that a lot. Yep. Uh, so you were you were definitely saying Dita, not Dido. Dita, D E E T A H. Dido from the either. So Dido from Stan. Yeah. It all comes around. Circular. Got out of it all. I tried. Okay, so the other day I tried listening to that song and I had to stop. I had to turn it off because the stupid little scratching marker pencil writing noise the whole time was a deal breaker man oh, like i don't mean, remember you mean on the m&m track the m&m yeah, song yeah 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 because the dido uh, song itself is excellent oh, yeah, yeah oh yeah. Yeah, yeah but dude it was unreal i'm like what is happening here why is this the the worst stupid <laughs> sound <laughs> what is happening so huh? yep <laughs> oh, there we go all right well i guess that's it eh cool. yeah i think so uh, i think we're good Back again in three weeks, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, God. Two, three, four, whatever. Yeah. So we have literally, so every three weeks, that means we've got two left till we go. We've got the next one, and then the one after that is 
Like the Tuesday before we all fly out on Friday. Excellent. Dear God, what have we done? (laughs) (laughs) It's the the post-race podcast that I'm most looking forward to. Yeah, that'll be good. good. We got it. Somehow do that while while we're there. Structure it all while we're there. We'll figure it out. Yeah, Yeah, I'll make sure I bring all the login details so we can post it for the website. It'll be brutal. (laughs) It'll be brutal. Uh, I think that's what I'm really looking forward to is the post-run beer. Those are always so good. Yeah, yeah. I re- I'm I'm about it. I'm ready for it. All right, what do we got here? We got at Training Dummies, at Rob Copeland, at uh, English Guy, at Daryl underscore TTD. Website, thetrainingdummies.com. That it? That's it. All Thanks right. So. Yeah. Let's hit this. That's our, uh, the flop. Outro that's our story. Yep. The advice you can trust. Woo! Go challenge yourself. Woo!